the big problem that we face today, and, and you can see it in the in the Apple FBI controversy, is that the, the various sides are talking past one another, and they're never going to reach agreement, and they're not going to make any progress. Therefore, the only ones that benefit are the criminals and the rogue nation states that attack us regularly. That's Art Caviello, the former executive chairman of the IT security company RSA. Caviello is founder of the Digital Equilibrium Project, an initiative aimed to create a constructive dialogue among individuals with differing views to seek ways to reach common ground and create a new equilibrium to assure privacy and security. The project published a foundational paper that urges governments, corporations, and privacy advocates to put aside the polarizing arguments that have cast security and privacy as opposing forces. In the paper, we really defined what's at stake first. What's at stake is the threat to our digital economy, almost immeasurable in the trillions of dollars over time if, if we don't start to solve these issues. What's at stake is the societal benefits that we have with our ability to communicate in various ways. What's at stake, quite frankly, is our very existence if we don't figure out how to protect ourselves from potentially terrorists and rogue nations that would do serious physical harm as the result of the evolution of the Internet of Things. The Digital Equilibrium Project breaks down the problem in four ways. How do companies and research organizations use private information for their benefit and for society's benefit, and yet still respect the privacy rights of individuals? So that problem needs to be addressed by a different set of characters that perhaps address the next problem, which is how do companies and organizations do a better job protecting themselves from the threats that exist out there? while still maintaining respect for the privacy of their employees, which is getting to be a bigger and bigger issue. Third, how do nations protect those same organizations on an overall basis from criminals and rogue nations and, and activists, protect their critical infrastructure without violating the privacy rights and personal freedoms of their citizens? And then the fourth sub-segment, and perhaps the most important, how should nation states behave with one another? How do they protect their sovereignty while still cooperating on the investigation and apprehension of, of criminals and terrorists? And how should they behave with one another in terms of protecting intellectual property rights and not using cyber tools to wage wars? Who are the groups that should get together to address these discrete subsegments? And how do we make progress? If these weren't such thorny, thorny, and complex issues that we're dealing with, we would have solved them by now. But we can make progress. We can find areas of alignment, but only, only if we're not talking past another and only if we're willing to listen and compromise. But Caviello says compromise has limits. This whole Apple FBI thing is symptomatic of the larger issue we have, which is how should government protect us in an age of terrorism and how can technology companies cooperate? I find it incredibly ironic if it wasn't so tragic that for years, tech companies have been criticized for not building secure enough products. And here's the government coming along, basically asking Apple to develop a malware version of their operating system. And you open a Pandora's box. While we're all about compromise and we're all about creating balance, there are certain principles that just can't be compromised, and we need to find alternative solutions. 
Though creating a backdoor to circumvent encryption is an area where many in the tech industry and advocacy groups won't compromise, much to the chagrin of many in law enforcement and some in Congress, Caviello calls on all parties, especially those in government, to sit down and talk to find common ground on how technology can be used to provide security and privacy. I think the biggest issue that we have that we have to come to grips with is creating the governance models around the use of technology, the legal construct, as well as a level of transparency that, given all that's happened, gives people the confidence that these technologies are not going to be abused. And I'm reminded of the Israeli ambassador back in, in the 60s that used to talk about the Palestinians at the, uh, at the UN and say they never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. And I think our government does the same thing. They never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. This whole thing with Apple, where they accused Apple of all kinds of nefarious and, and selfish acts, only makes the privacy people more suspicious of their own government. We should be on the same side. We should not be arguing in the press against one another. We should be cooperating for the better public good. How can the Digital Equilibrium Project facilitate these conversations? Caviello says the project organizers are meeting this month to determine who are the groups that we're going to create outreach to and how are we going to bring them together to start having the dialogue necessary. If we do nothing other than create conventional wisdom that the only way to make progress on these issues is to have a civil dialogue I will consider the project to have been successful. Of course, we want to do more than that. But getting the right people in the right room to start addressing these problems, finding areas of alignment, finding places where we can have genuine compromise that doesn't compromise principles, that's where we want to start. That's the convener of the Digital Equilibrian Project, Arc Caviello. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.